0: Welcome one and all to a brand new episode of Podcast About Nothing and I am your host, the Apex. So today's episode is still Black Empowerment Month, um, all the way up until the end of October. So we're gonna be and 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 and, and let's not assume that the importance of black empowerment ends and begins with October, okay? We gotta continue with throughout the whole course of the year. But October I want it to be Black Empowerment Month. That's going to be something that we're going to do every year. Just like in March, um, coming up, it's going to be Music Appreciation Month. Here on podcast about nothing. So, if you're an artist, you want me to run a little promo. It's for free. I won't charge you a single penny. And who knows, I may even ask you to be on an episode so that we can record. So that we can, you know what I mean? So, um... I think for today's episode, we're we're done talking about where where we go wrong as a black community. I want to focus more on solutions. And that's how, and that's what we're going to focus on today. Um, Shout out to Lechosas Hot Sauce. Make sure you go follow Lechosas Hot Sauce on Instagram. That's Chosa's Hot Sauce. All one word. Shop on Lechosas Hot Sauce uh, website at dot com. Make sure you follow oceta Brand, O S I T A Brand for the high fashion apparel that you can find on the internet. Follow their Instagram at oceta Brand, all one word, and their Kickstarter is up and running as well. So make sure you go go follow them and go shop on Oseta Brand's Kickstarter. Um, yeah. So this episode. Oh, also, also. Follow the podcast. If you have Instagram and you, and you didn't know that the podcast had an Instagram, make sure you follow the Instagram at uh, podcast about nothing. Is the Instagram all one word? I'm also on Twitter pod about nothing on Twitter. Um, and follow my other podcast podcast about sports. All one word on Instagram, and the new episode just released I believe it was yesterday it was yesterday yeah yesterday uh podcast about sports you can find it on any podcast platform anywhere that you find podcast about nothing you find podcast about sports as well um yesterday was episode two so I'm just just kicking that off I'm trying to figure out a scheduling for that um Also be ready for Monday It's going to be classic music Mondays Um, and this and for that episode that's dropping Monday is going to be uh, the weekend trilogy and I'm uh, featuring Jade on the weekend Um, and we're going to be talking about the trilogy the weekend album the trilogy Um, next month I'm not entirely sure what it'll be I don't know yet. Um, and, um, is that it? I think that's it. That's it. And that's all. So we're going to get into this episode. We're going to talk solutions for black empowerment solutions for the black community. And again, man, it's still open. I think there's only two episodes left for this month. We got Wednesday and Saturday. Yep. so it's two episodes left for this month for Black Empowerment Month. Uh if you wanna if you are interested in recording, just hit me up, DM me, we can work something out, we can schedule something. Alright? So let's get into this episode. So what are some of the solutions that, that we need that that we need to think of and again man, if y'all know me, this is <laughs> This is what uh season 5 now season 4 season 5 I am 200 and some high episodes in now 200 I think this is the 210th episode right here Um if y'all if if y'all don't know me by now y'all should probably at least know this I freestyle when I come up here. I don't come up here with a lot, of, a lot of research, a lot of homework done. It's a lot of just right off the top, right off the dome, freestyling. But I do think that there has to come a point in time where we need to demolish and restart our community as black people there there has to come a time where sometimes you got to you got to you got to knock a whole joint down and then and then start it over because the whole foundation is wrong like the like the whole foundation is wrong man the whole base of everything that you built on is 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 wrong and you got to knock the whole joint over and start over and i i think with The black community—that's where we are. We, we need to just start over, start things over, start things fresh, um, and set the new parameters for the future going forward. I don't believe that we are at a at a at a point where we can just—I don't think we're at a point where we can just like fix. You know what I'm saying? Is we're we're past that. Our our community in the our ancestors really did get the ball rolling for us. Um but I, I think that there are still things that they were naive about. And then also it's a different era, it's a different time. Things have changed. There's technology that has been advanced beyond their wildest imagination. Like, I'm pretty sure in the 60s, they probably thought we'll have flying cars, but now we don't. I mean, we thought we was going to have flying cars in the year 2000 when it was 1980-something. So, like, technology has still advanced to a point where they didn't even think it was possible. Um... We need to find a common goal amongst all of us. And it can't be just money-based. It has to be wealth. Not just money, but wealth, you know, land, uh, job security, jobs, like, um, financial security. That's wealth. We, ha- we have to find it. And one way that we can find it is by allowing us as black people to um, fund our own uh, progression. Instead of looking to white banks for loans, instead of looking to stimulus checks from 70-year-old white men um, that got a million-dollar loan from their daddy We need to put that money in our own stability, in our own communities. Um, Shop at black owned grocery stores, shop at black owned corner stores and and bodegas and um, bank at black owned banks. Like these are things that's been said. These are things that's been done. But not continued. And then these are things that have been said. Like, ultimately, we need to become more consistent. We need to become more steadfast in what we are trying to accomplish. We allow ourselves to waver and and rock back and forth. And, you know, saying just get lost in the fight that we feel like it's not worth fighting. Until one of us get killed by a cop, then it's, you know, why won't they respect us? We have to go out and earn and we have to go out and earn what we want. See, we want just instant gratification. It's that microwave, general. it's that microwave mindset that I talked about before. Just instant gratification. We need, like the work we we put in. We feel like we should be. Um, like just instantaneously rewarded. And, and that's not how it goes. Like trying to undo an entire not and not just one generation, but just undo generational gaps, generational curses. You may not see it in your lifetime, but you have to spark it for your children and your grandchildren so that maybe your great grandchildren can reap the benefit. And that's how far back we are, where we myself, I may not see it my lifetime, but my great grandchildren might get the chance to, but it has to start with us. And I think that we always look at someone else to start it because we know that it's not going to be instant gratification and that's our problem. We're only thinking about ourselves. We have to think about the future. We have to think about one another, and we also have to think about the future. Stop thinking about yourself. I see how some of these, like, over the last couple of days or whatever, um, what's that Migo name? He's dating some R&B girl. I, I don't know. Well, um, she says something about Birkin bags, and if your man can't buy you Birkin bags or whatever, 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 then you had these people come out talking about, no, nah, that's not what she meant. She was just saying if a man can't do for you, if he can't help you out, a man's supposed to be a supplier. A man's supposed to be da 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 da. But a lot of times, a lot of women, I don't need a man to do anything for me. A lot of times, women are, I'm Miss independent, and all this other stuff, and I have an S on my chest and everything like that. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that, but it's like a, a lot of women look at view. A lot of women can tend to view men like they're supposed to be their father because they didn't have one growing up. I'm not going, I'm not here to take care of you. Like, I'm I'm not here for that. I'm not here to take care of you. That that's not, that's not what I'm doing. That's, that's not what a relationship is because if i'm taking care of you what are you doing like what what are you doing having sex with me i can pay somebody to do that like that like so what what are you providing me with but we're going to get into more of that stuff later okay not this episode maybe maybe not this episode but i do want to do an episode the next episode at least on black love because again, we're still in the whole black empowerment thing, so I do want to get on black love. But this is about um this is about finding solution. This is about what can we do to progress the black culture, to progress the black community. <clears throat> because you do have those culture vultures that come in. They work with all the black artists. They work with all the black producers and black creators. And then they take it back to the white community or to the Asian community or to the. um, No, the the Spanish community. And look what I learned. A lot of times black people are the ones that supply the flavor a lot of times. And we need to learn to just not have such a you know, the door is always open type policy. An open door policy. We sometimes we have to do away with that. I I think we need to at least for people coming in from the outside looking to come to our house and borrow and borrow our sugar. <clears throat> they're looking to come to our house and borrow our sugar. We gotta start charging for that. But then but then we start to charge each other. Instead of charging it to the game, we, we charge each other. You know, I'm not going to give this information for free. I'm not going to da, da 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 But then you're working with these white creators. You're working with these Spanish creators, these Asian creators. And you're not charging them anything to collaborate with them. Your talents should hold weight. There should be a receipt for someone wanting to collaborate with you it it shouldn't be based off of what we make from this it should be I get a cut from what we make and then you pay me for doing this I mean that's what rapping that's what rappers and other song like the art of creating a song goes into that whether you hire a songwriter they get a stake in whatever the song makes And then you pay them to write the song. You pay them to perform the verse. And then I get a stake in what the song makes. I, too, get a platinum plaque. Streaming and all that stuff. I get a cut of that. My name is here. And then you have to pay me to be on the song. But a lot of times, a lot of black people feel like, man, if I can just get in with the white crowd, if I can get in with the Spanish with the essays, with the Asians, and all this other stuff, then that I can cross over. But then when it comes to the black community, oh, no, no, no. You got to pay me to even sit down with you. You're not doing that with white people, which is interesting. You're not doing that with Asian pe- people, which is interesting. We're always looking to fit in into crowds that honestly just want to bleed us dry. It's, it's, it's very interesting. How we treat our own kind. I mean, I know a lot of people say there's only one race and that's the human race. I I understand that. I understand. Like there's only one kingdom. It's the animal. It's the animal kingdom, right? Like, like they're all animals. Absolutely. You don't see zebras running away alligators. You don't see that. If you don't pose a threat to me, then, yeah, I'm going to roll with you. But I'm going to eat with my kind. But if you don't pose a threat to me, like, zebras don't care that birds sit on their back. They're not going to do anything to me. You don't pose a threat to me. But then you got the lions and the tigers and the... Well, tigers aren't in the savannah, but you got the lions and then the alligators and stuff like that. And... Zebras don't roll with them. You don't see, but then elephants will roll with lions because elephants don't see lions as a threat. You're not a threat to me. Well, what are you going to do to me? Like a lion will have to be so hungry. Their their stomach is touching their ribs. Their stomach is... Touching their back, they got to be starving to risk their lives to eat an elephant to kill an elephant. You, they got to be one hungry sob to group up and circle an elephant and, a, and, and kill an elephant and take an elephant on to eat it. But elephants will roll with lines sometimes, elephants do stampedes so that they push animals to a lion's den, and then the lions eat their food. And then what do the lions do for the elephants? They let the elephants get a drink of water first. Like, all right, boom, we got the food, we let y'all get y'all water first, and then we take what's left of the water. I Like, that's how they operate. That's how sometimes they... Like, when there's, the, when, when there's a drought and supplies are running low, elephants and lions start working together. Like, all right, but now... You, now you know what I'm saying? With the elephants, like, yo, we don't eat other animals, but we're going to need that water. All right, cool. So it's been a while since we ate. It's been about two or three days since we ate, and we got cubs. So you push those wildebeest and those zebras over here. We let y'all get some water first, and then we take the rest. All right, boom. They don't see them as a threat. Now, if an elephant kills over, then the lion's like, all right, man, we're just going to have to eat this dead elephant. But they don't, they don't pose a threat. They work together. Who's working together with us? They come in, they bleed us dry, and then they go back and turn it into something that they feel like they created. And like It gets to the point where they forgot that they stole it from us. Look back a year. What was that this year? At the NBA All-Star Game. I can't remember if that was this year or if that was last year. The girl that did the TikTok dance to the song by, what's-his-face, that renegade TikTok dance. It was a 14-year-old black girl from Georgia. But it became famous when some white girls out of, out of Orange County was doing it on TikTok. Then it became famous. And then everybody started being up in the Upward. Man, y'all got these 20-year-old blue-eyed girls doing these tit-tot dances, Y'all invite them to the NBA All-Star Weekend so they can teach people how to do it. It was a black girl in Georgia that made this up. Then the NBA took notice and then they brought her out. See, they bleed us dry. They take our flavor and flip it and make it seem as though they were the ones that created it. No. No, that's... But but we give in. We give in to it. We continue to work with people from outside of our community and give them the detail on how to do and what to do. And then we wonder why they make so much more money off of what we created. Because we're so quick to collaborate with them and work with them and sit down with them and we... Don't even know how to negotiate properly. It's it's a whole mess. We have to learn to negotiate. We have to learn to trust each other again. Keep it, and how do you trust someone by giving your word and keeping it? So there's too many times where we give our word to someone and we don't follow through. We gotta learn to keep our word with each other, man. We're so worried about what white people would think of us, man. I don't want to be that stereotypical nigga, so let me keep my word. But then when you with black people, you don't care about keeping your word. Well, I learned from the whites and the Asians that, man, I can't just be giving this up for free. I can't give the game for free. We're already playing behind when we're already playing from behind. We have to learn to start looking out for each other, man. Lions got to look out for other lions. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. You can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosas hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S, hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosas Hot Sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Dot com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. We find ourselves in a situation. We find ourselves in a place where I think black people have become this like fixated on do for me for free while I charge others, and then we get upset at well, y'all don't even support black owned business, it's kind of a, it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. It's like, you know, you should be looking out for your community, but then your community should be investing back in you. So how can you do for free? But then the black community still has to pay and it's kind of, it can be, um, intertangling. You know what I'm saying, and it can it can be real tangled, it can be real bundled together, but it's kind of an easy fix. See, giving the game shouldn't be charged because we feel like why hate on me? there's money there's enough money out here for everyone. But then when someone comes to you in ways where they can learn to make more money, it's, no, nah, you ain't going to be taking money out of my pocket. See, and we, we don't want to, I feel like, I, I don't want to say majority, but there's, but there's still too many of black people out there with this hustler mindset that this is my corner. This is my block. This is my street. I run this. That's street politics. That's street code but when you're in a when you're in the field of business the black community individually we can't play monopoly when we're all supposed to be on the same team i understand that there are people of different nationalities people of different races people of different um like like you know white people asian people that that There's some of them that want to see black people win. They want to see black people treated more fairly, more just and gain more equity and more equality. I I, I understand. But there are some things that only we can fix amongst ourselves for ourselves. We got to stop charging others for the game. We got to stop. We got to stop trying to monetize other people's talents without giving them a cut. There can be a black, like Diddy, okay? Like Diddy, not paying his artists. I I was watching, well, my fiance and I were, were watching Notorious. That was the first time watching Notorious. That was probably my fourth. But I never caught it until she pointed it out. And that was her first time watching the movie. And she had said how Diddy signed a deal when he was starting Bad Boy. Uh, Diddy signed a deal where he got $45,000. Biggie had got fifteen, And then Biggie had to pay... Um, dang, what was that? Rap group he put together with Lil C's, Lil Kim, something Mafia. I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, so he had to pay them. So did he doing that? Paying Biggie fifteen thousand dollars where, where you only got Bad Boy because of Biggie, but you're shortchanging Biggie so much. Now there are other people on payroll that Diddy has to pay, but with forty-five thousand dollars, or was it forty-five thousand? Or was it forty-five million? I can't remember. Maybe it was forty five million, actually. The forty five thousand doesn't sound like a lot. So maybe it was forty five thousand and he gave Biggie 10 million. So the deal itself was probably fifty-five million dollars. And Diddy kept 45 million himself and gave 10 to Big. And Big was your key art key, key artist. At that moment, Big was your only artist. Loon and 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 Mary J and Faith Evans all they weren't there yet. 112 like they weren't there yet. Craig Mack they weren't there yet. Big was your first artist at that point. Then comes in everyone else and you giving him $10 million? When he brought in Lil' Kim, he brought in Lil' C's, they made a song, Give Me the Loot, all this other stuff. Like, You're giving me $10 million for not, not to mention all of the records that I made myself, like Juicy and all that? We had 10 mil? When I brought you hits? When even on songs that we did together, I wrote your verse, but we get $10 million, you get know, 45 million, right? And it's stuff like that. Why are you shortchanging your own? We, we can't move and operate the same way some of these white owned or Asian owned businesses operate. We're playing too far behind. We have to play as a team. And stop looking out for your own self, your own, your own game. Because that's the game that was created by the white man. That's the game that they play. That's the game that they created. And I remember on my podcast about sports episode where I was talking about Clutch Sports. How that's a sporting agency, a sports management agency that... You know, you have the agents, and then they represent the athletes. And a a large number of NBA athletes are represented by Club Sports, which is created, founded, and owned by, um, damn, I forgot his name. Uh, he's best friends with LeBron. They grew up together, in fact. And so he represents LeBron and a number of other players. And then you have some of these agents being upset at him for representing all of these players. And they feel like he's draining the ocean. But it's like, nah, I, I get people paid. The only people that sacrifice pay are the people that want to get a championship. And of course, you have some of these 19-year-old kids coming out of college like, "Yo, you represent LeBron. Let me be represented by you cuz you represent LeBron. He's I grew up watching him. He's the best player in the world. He's the best player ever. I grew up idolizing him. I yeah, I want to be a part of that." And it's the same thing with uh Jay-Z and his sports management agency, Roc Nation Sports. It's the same thing. Uh, Jay, I think he represents Kevin Durant. I think he represents Kyrie Irving. Like, yeah, because I grew up listening to Jay-Z. I grew up analyzing Jay-Z. I know what what The Rock is. I know what that is. Yeah, I want to go partner up with them. And these white agents are having an issue with it because they're like, Nah, like nobody wants to sign with us. Yeah, because y'all only looking at how can I make money off of this nigga right here? That's that's their mindset. I need to make money off of this nigga. Nah, don't go to that team. Stay here and make more money. Nah, No, I want to win a championship. No, make your money. Right, because the more money I make is the more money you make. And as black people, we can't. Treat other black people like that. You're you're making your money off of the backs of others. We we can't move that way. Because financially, collectively, as a community, we're not stable enough financially. I know it's cliche the whole crabs in the barrel. Where to get to the top of the barrel, you gotta climb on the backs of the crabs. But, you ha- but have you ever heard of the saying It's like shooting crabs in a barrel So you fighting to get to the top Meanwhile you mean your demise Come on man What are we doing here We need to stop operating And working within, with, with each other Within each other It's okay to show favoritism Lions run with lions Lions eat with Lions Now, we don't need a king of the pride that eats first. We don't need that. But lions eat with lions, man. Zebras eat with zebras. You got to be able to live in unison with each other. But it's about making those proper sacrifices as well. It's about being honest with each other, but in a loving manner. Until we learn how to move as one, we're going to get picked off one by one. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing, man. Until the next time, pray for Nigeria. Peace.